Okay, here we go. First ever episode of the Honest Podcast. This is so exciting. My name's Brooke. I'll be your host, and with me today is Sharon, my assistant. I'm so excited to have you on. Thank you so much for being here. Um, really, this whole podcast, it's the Honest Podcast. It's just honest. Honestly, it's just having honest conversations. It's real people having honest conversations about really all anything across the board their ups and downs, their challenges, what got them to where they are today. So I'm really excited to even kick this off with the first episode and the topic is showing up as you are. So we're gonna kind of just have this honest conversation about what it looks like to show up as you are, how, what the challenges are for even doing that, you know, and just kind of going from there. So let's do this. Hi, Sharon, how are you? <laughs> how are you thank you so much for having me absolutely thank you i'm so excited about this like we went live the first time what last week and actually went really well um i know we both were a little nervous but here we are <laughs> yeah it was definitely very awkward like you could hear that i was like chopping things that was so awkward but hopefully this is gonna be different <laughs> exactly and that's the thing here we are being honest that it was a little uncomfortable the first time and it's cool like we're just gonna just always be honest and just talk about everything that we go through because I think this is what the world needs you know we all need to kind of just be shown that it's not all butterflies and rainbows all the time like shit gets hard and it's it's okay you know what I mean so having these people here to like you know maybe you can pick up something from a story that both in both you and I have you know and maybe they can find inspiration that's really the hope for it all yeah, I mean, like you said, when you hear other people's stories and when you hear that, you know, I mean, we all know that people go through shit, but when you hear it, you're kind of like, okay, yeah, yeah, right. I'm not the only one. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's important to feel like even, you know, even your followers on Instagram that like know you through Instagram, see that you do go through stuff and everyone that you're going to interview in this podcast, like whatever their audience is, it is important to remember that and to really see that in action. Yeah. Again, like I said, you can know that you're going, or like that people go through bad stuff, but because you never listen about it, and then we're not taught to actually talk about those things. Right. It's kind of like, yeah, they might go through bad stuff, but is it as bad as I'm going through? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I agree with you. I hope that this can help somebody somewhere. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Just even one person, you know what I mean? Like, we got you, like, you, yeah, for sure. Love that. So obviously I wanna get into the topic which is showing up as you are, but since this is the first one, I kinda want people to know who you are. Like, I kinda want Sharon to kinda talk about who she is and like how you got to be where you're at today and what you're most proud of. So if you wanna, I know you probably weren't expecting that. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. So my name is Sharon. Um, I am 19 years old. Um, I am a full-time college student as well. I'm currently working on my bachelor's degree as an English major uh, with a minor in psychology. That's that's interesting going to school in this time of yeah the pandemic and everything. But um, yeah, I mean. I am a Mexican-American, and I know a lot of times when I say that to people, they're like, oh, why does it matter? But it does, because it really encompasses who I am and who I am in certain spaces and who I want to become. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, it's a conversation that a lot of times people don't like having or don't like hearing, but it is who I am. Right, for sure. <laughs> um, and you own that. Yeah, I mean, you know, especially, I mean, with everything that's going on right now politically and everything, like, it's really hard to own that because mm -hmm. a lot of the times you may feel like, well, what if I'm not accepted or worse, what if something else happens? Right. Um, so it's interesting to try to navigate that. And I know myself and I know the privilege that I have by even having the skin tone that I have. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I'm Mexican, but I know that if I walk into a room full of people, like they're more likely to listen to me than somebody that has darker skin. Like right. that's just a privilege that's mine. And 
I think admitting that privilege, even as a minority, even as a student, whatever, like it's important. Mm -hmm. So, because it does affect how you show up to certain places. So yeah, that's a little bit about me. (laughs) I love that. Thank you. No, for real. And that's what I think the beauty of this is. It's so cool because I just reached out. I was like, I need an assistant. And, you know, we connected and I feel like, you know, just the conversations that we have had and, you know, we've only been working together for two weeks, but like, you're only 19 and like your mind and like the way that you think about things is already like so advanced and out there you know what I mean which is so cool and refreshing so it's so dope like to have you on here and be a part of the team like yeah thank you yeah I mean definitely I did not see myself here um like you said like I still have a lot to live and hopefully there's a world where we can live in (laughs) because sometimes it feels like oh my god this is all gonna go right to crap um but yeah I mean I didn't imagine myself ever being here I have had a lot of experiences in my life that have made me have to grow up quicker Mm -hmm. um you know I talk to my friends all the time about how I feel like sometimes I'm like I feel like I'm like 25 stuck in like a 19 year old body yeah because like I can't even when I want to do something crazy and dumb and be like well I'm in my teenage years and I should be doing this like I can't make that decision because I know the consequences and I'm like I can't choose it out of the oblivious or this yeah this state of oblivion of like teenagehood like I can't because I I know the consequences right and so it's no longer even like fun or like oh like yeah I did this Mm -hmm. for me at least it's not like that anymore so I mean it definitely has it's good things you know growing up quicker and having to mature quicker but it definitely has a setback sometimes when you feel like everyone pushes this idea of like live your life be happy yeah do whatever you want it's like but I can't right (laughs) you know it's not as simple as just like oh yeah I'm just gonna like live my life there's so many things that go into that Mm -hmm. so I mean definitely a good thing but also sometimes really holds me back from doing a lot of things Mm -hmm. because I feel like I don't have that choice yeah just don't For sure. And I think it's going to be cool, like, even having that perspective, you know what I mean? You can bring that, I don't want to, we're in the same, I mean, I'm a millennial, I think you are too, right? Or no? Uh, No, generation Z. Okay. But still, you know, I feel like it's great to even have your voice out there for the age group that you are, you know what I mean? Like, you can help and bring these topics up and, you know, allow them to listen to this too. I think that's amazing. So it's really cool to be here for sure sweet so let's do this so first topic is showing up as you are and you kind of were already diving into it so I'm excited to hear what your first question is let's just get right into it yeah I mean okay well before we say anything else I think uh, it's important that people hear a little bit about your epiphany because you told me about that epiphany and I was like yeah like I agree so tell us a little bit more about that epiphany and how that even came about the epiphany what and when I was driving here no the epiphany of you like crying and understanding that you needed to give yourself grace and Mm. that you realize that you had to show up as you are yeah for sure yeah so I don't know if I'm being honest you know sometimes (laughs) that's the whole point um you know there's definitely some days where during the months like I'm so solid I'm good to go like I have like this great mindset and then something just comes out of nowhere is what it seems like and just completely like derails me it seems like it's just for some reason I just end up crying and just letting everything go and just like melting down event essentially and like then I'll hide in my bed or like want to just be alone or whatever it is and I'm just emotional and that happened to me recently and usually I can work through it pretty well just kind of like okay what's going on but this time for some reason when I was crying I kept asking myself what is going on why am I crying like I was just kind of like beating myself for up beating myself up for even like crying and like letting things go and it wasn't till I just I kept trying to write like what's going on what's going on but I couldn't so I just kept crying and then afterwards 
I kind of came to and realized I was like, oh, I'm really sensitive. And like looking at my past, I was like, where did all this come from? You know, what is this feeling? And it was just kind of, I had this epiphany, like, this is who I am, you know, me being emotional and crying. That's just part of who I am. So like, just let it go because it's a natural release. Like crying is really not that big of a deal, but I was trying to like beat myself up. Like I'm supposed to be happy all the time. I'm supposed to be this. I'm supposed to be that. But it's like, no shit will you know just come up and you'll just have to let it go you know so i think just realizing like even if i have those moments it's okay like ha give yourself grace like you were saying and understand you're gonna get through it and usually you figure something out after you do end up crying but don't beat yourself up for crying because then you probably won't figure it out you know what i mean so it's like <laughs> yeah does that make sense <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. i mean I think it's interesting that you point out that you said like I'm supposed to be happy all the time and we kind of embellish or like buy into this idea of what we're supposed to be all the time mm -hmm. instead of actually finding out who we are so I think that it's important to talk about like before you own who you are you kind of have to know who you are yeah so I guess my question to you would be uh could you share some of the things that you've done throughout your lifetime to get to know yourself yeah. and find who you are yeah oh that's a good that's a good question so I mean when I first started this whole journey of like personal development and growth um it was when I was in I think I was a sophomore in college so that's when all that started my boyfriend at the time he introduced me to meditation and then the book power of now and like I was I don't know you don't really I wasn't really thinking of growth like something you know having a positive mindset wasn't really something people were preaching about like we were on social media but it wasn't you know like this big thing that it is today you know what I mean like it just wasn't a thing really <clears throat> and then well I guess I guess in not my and not my world so um I was partying all the time you know I had a bad relationship with food I was kind of crash dieting here and there so like I really wasn't like balanced you know what I mean and I could feel inside that just something wasn't was off like I wasn't really being the person that I wanted to be you know college can kind of make you turn into something you kind of don't want to you know what I mean with the pressures and stuff like that and the drinking and the whatever you know so I feel like going through that so I had to go through that so I started meditating and reading and I think reading really helped me figure it out like those self-help books actually allow you to kind of have those aha moments like oh wow like I read this over and it kind of implies to my life and I'm like oh wow like I can start moving that forward so reading really helped me journaling really helped me just writing everything down and then meditating like just getting out of my thoughts and just sitting and being in the present moment I think that's what really helped yeah so you talk a lot about journaling and meditating and I guess like like you said you know you were a different person and you're trying to become a different person you are now a different yeah. person so I guess like what is that process like sometimes you know you're here in the moment and then you have to think about your past in order to even reach the future your yeah. future so and that can be hard for people so what do you like what is something that you do that helps you like tap into your past self without it hurting you and just taking the lessons out of that oh that's good I think forgiveness is one that's huge you know what I mean like especially like in a relationship because we can carry like things from relationship to relationship and I don't think that's fair really because you know it's a new person new experience you know you shouldn't really be bringing in the old baggage but obviously it happens right so just I think forgiving you know yourself for the past and like you know coming from a place of that and understanding like the past happened to me or for me not to me you know like this is kind of shaping who I am today so forgiving that and just like tapping into that's who I used to be it's not who I am now so even like visualizing like your little self like as a different person and who they were then and then looking at yourself now in your body now and like who are you now so you can kind of visualize you know the past and kind of realize you can unattach from it you know yeah and it, you know i think part of that sometimes comes with sometimes we carry baggage because we feel that we can't change right or you feel that a lot in society like people don't change mm -hmm. and so it's like 
Well, they do change and they can change. It takes a lot of work. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but it happens, right? right? So I think to my next question with you would be like, what was a moment in your life that you were like, wait, I can't be a different person. Like, I can't change. It's not just something that can't happen for me. Because I feel like people sometimes feel that way where they're like, well, maybe they change, but I can never change. Yeah. For sure. I feel like I have that epiphany like almost every day, <laughs> but because I have to constantly remind myself like, you know, this is your life. You can have this life. You know what I mean? Because that voice in my head can be very aggressive sometimes and there a lot, you know? So, but I think recently, if I can put it into an experience, it's been recently like Phil and I, my boyfriend of 10 months, we just moved in together. And so, and I was talking to you about this, Sharon, when I had like a mini meltdown the other day, I was like, this fucking, oops, <laughs> I shouldn't cuss. This, I probably will cuss, so I don't really care. Um, this trust issues are actually way more than I actually thought. So I forget what the question was, but now I'm like, you know, what was the question? I completely uh, forgot. Like what was like an experience in your life that you realized that you could change? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the same thing. So it's like, yes, these trust issues are hard, but I'm looking at it like I'm seeing it from like my past experiences because of like the things that happened in my past and like cheating and, you know, family stuff and everything like that. So it's like, that doesn't have to be now, you know what I mean? I have somebody who loves me, supports me, cares about me. So allow that person to do that. I feel like I'm so good at putting that wall up and being like, oh, I don't deserve it. Like, you know, or something bad's gonna happen. Like that's that's the number one thing for me. Like, I don't, yeah. So just learning that, you know, learning that has been difficult, but every time I'm like, I deserve this, it's okay. Like, just be open, just love, you know, don't think about the future, just be right now, you know? Identify a lot with what you said, because I've had a lot of shitty relationships and before this one, and this one like he, he was a stable person like he knew who he was it was great like he was confident in that and so it was a healthy relationship he treated me right right but it was like okay you can, you're this person now but I know you're gonna change in three months mm -hmm. and like it's like and then in three months would happen and then he wouldn't change and I was like okay okay but <laughs> in the next three months right because <laughs> like I just I I think as much as I wanted to believe that people could change, I also knew that a lot of times people don't want to change. Yeah. Like, they sit there and they're like, yeah, I want to change, but then they don't do the work to actually change. Exactly. So it's like, yeah, 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 but no. <laughs> so why do, why do you think we do that? Like the, oh, you're going to change in three months, just wait. But then they don't. Why do you think we do that? I don't understand. <laughs> personally like I do it because it's my way of trying to prepare myself mm. like subconsciously so that if it does happen of course I'm going to be hurt but it's not going to be as like a <gasps> I never saw it coming right and but so being gonna... sorry Go. but being like that did it hinder the relationship like did you always like kind of mention oh you're going to change you're going to change or was it just like in the back of your mind like did it hinder you at all from being actually truly happy in the relationship would you say yeah it, it hindered a lot <laughs> because um like I'm a very like straight to, I'm a straightforward person yeah. like I'm not gonna lie to you I'm not gonna sit here and like I don't know BS you like I'm yeah. not and so I had those open conversations with him where I was like yeah this is how I feel and you know, he would try his best to reassure me and, and, you know, be like, I'm here for you. Like, it's fine that you feel this way and everything. Mm -hmm. But I was like, okay, but I don't believe you. Right. <laughs> and it's like, and it's not even him at that point. It's just me because I, I'm refusing at that point to even trust that he is telling me the truth. Mm -hmm. And again, like to me, because so many things happened in my life that I was not prepared for and it just caught me off guard and... I had to then kind of deal with the repercussions. And sometimes I didn't even deal with the repercussions. I was right. just like, okay, yeah, I'm fine. Let's go next, whatever. Mm -hmm. So by that point that I got into that relationship, like, A, I realized that I had not actually overcame any of my post trauma. Like, that was just there. And I was yeah. just 
pretending that I wasn't there. And then number two, like, like I said, like, I feel that because I'm the only one that's going to really take care of me, I have to prepare myself for the bad things Mm -hmm. because nobody else is going to be there when the bad things happen because people usually leave. And so to me, it's like, well, I'm trying to protect myself. Like, I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just like, well, you're not going to be here when I'm here (laughs) crying in my bed. Right. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, it definitely hinders the relationship a lot because, of course, like, it gets to a point where he's like, well, there's nothing that I say or do that's going to change how you think. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was a lot of working through that I would did end up going to therapy together and that helped us a lot that's good but even then like there's still a lot i mean we're not together now anymore and it's not really anybody's fault it was just kind of like me realizing that in order for me to be with you if Mm -hmm. we ever are together again or me being in any other relationship like i have to figure myself out because the only thing that i'm gonna keep doing is just putting all of that to you and a it's not fair like you said and then B, also, it was affecting him to a point where it wasn't allowing him to grow as an individual either. Yeah. Because I would just see him as that one picture of, like, this is who you were. Why are you not like this anymore? Right. Yeah. So for sure. That's... It definitely... <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say? Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it cut the... Huh? Uh, no, nothing. Yeah. I hear, I hear that for sure. That's, and I think you hit on so many good points. Like what you said, it's like, you have to have that relationship with yourself first. Like you have to know who you are first before you get into that relationship. Yeah. 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 And I mean, I, I it's hard. It's hard understanding that and, accepting that because yeah. you may know that but you have to accept it yep. and it's a reality that a lot of the times we don't want to accept because then that means that we have to be all, not alone but be by ourselves and mm-hmm. actually confront ourselves in certain things yeah and it's like if you ask me i don't want to confront a lot like some of my past traumas like i don't like i'm just like i'm fine just ignoring him yeah i'm really not fine but like in my head that makes me feel better right for sure yeah definitely so what do you think you know going through that what have you learned from that relationship well i definitely learned that in relationships you have to be an individual Mm -hmm. you can't you know we hear this all the time. You're my other half. Oh, I'm looking for my half. I am not complete if I'm not with whatever. And it's like, that is fundamentally wrong. Yeah. If you feel like you're a half and you have to find somebody else to complete you, it's never going to work correctly. No. Like, it sounds cute. I get it. But honestly, if you're not a fully whole person, like, you're not going to get anywhere. Great. Because mm-hmm. you're gonna depend on people to get to give you what you should be giving you a lot of the time. Yeah, definitely. And I realized analyzing a lot of my past relationships, like I was like, I put a lot of, um, I mean, they weren't good people in general, but I expected things from them that I should have just been giving myself. And the reason then why my self-esteem was so bad was because I was like, well, they're not validating me. Yeah. They're not making me feel like I'm special or like I'm pretty or whatever. Like, sure, they then took those insecurities and did things that were not cool, but I should have just been like, I'm content with myself. Yes, I feel good with myself. And then when that person would do bad things to me, like, I don't know, like, compare me to other girls, right? Yeah. That was that's something that they did. Like, I could be like, wait, hold up. No. <laughs> but I accepted that as well because I was like, well, this is the only form of validation that they can give me mm-hmm. since I can't give this to myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. So I love that being a whole person it is necessary important that you 
Definitely. If it's just like French. Right. For sure. Or family life. You can't be a two road if you're not giving yourself and then being able to give to others. That makes sense. No, I definitely agree. You hit it right on the head. My boyfriend and I talk about the same thing. It's like two or one plus one equals three. It's not, it's like we're each our own individual, but together we also make like this kind of one thing. So one, it's three essentially. So yeah, I completely agree because, and I feel like that's kind of been a little bit of our challenge too. It's like, we're now joining both of our lives into like one roof. And so like, we're trying to make sure we have like time for ourselves, but then time for like each other also. So I totally agree. It's like remembering like, their happiness your happiness doesn't rely on them like it's still your life it's still my life that I need to remember it's like I make myself happy yes he's a great addition you know and we're great together but it's still like solely still needs to like come from me also you know yeah I agree like you said it's an addition to your life like people in relationships add to your life but they shouldn't be your life right um you know personally like I'm somebody that I'm like oh yeah like if you're important to me like I'll make sure that you're good I don't care what happens to me like as long as you're good it's fine yeah and I realized I'm gonna be doing that because like I was self-destructing in so many ways that it's like how could I then take care of you if I'm not here like I need to take care of myself as well Mm -hmm. for sure (laughs) and I think a lot about like the example uh, when you're in on um, an airplane and they're like they tell you to put your mask first before yeah. you put the mask on your kid mm-hmm. like it's not when I first heard that I was like that is so selfish right <laughs> your kid comes first <laughs> but if you're but not there the reality, kid will like, well, it makes sense. yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> for sure exactly, no exactly like mm-hmm. then you're not even gonna like put the mask on that's such a good thing like to remember yeah so anybody if you have trouble remembering that just remember the thing on the airplane put your mask on first and then help others and i yeah that's a great way to just remember it in life like it's so true because then you can allow yourself to show up like back kind of like to the topic like showing up as you are you're able to show up as who you are And then, you know, say you are in these relationships that these people don't really like who you're showing up as, that's great. Maybe they're not for you anymore. But as long as you're showing up as who you are, you're going to be attracting the people that you want to be attracting, right? Like, yes, change is difficult, change is scary, whatever. But if you're actually living the life in the way that you want to, you're going to start attracting the things that you want to also. So it's like this domino effect. So yes, the relationship with yourself is absolutely number one and it's if you're in a relationship right now and you you know like you're saying if you think it's just equal or you know you have to be they're your better half maybe you need to start thinking differently you know what I mean and connecting with yourself you know mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and yeah it's like you said like once you start cultivating yourself like friendships for me have always been very I just pour myself into the friendship and oftentimes that's not reciprocated yeah and so you know now that I've been working on myself and everything I've found myself in places and spaces where people are willing to give that to me and I'm right. like wait what yeah that's how I am <laughs> you know, like, right yeah you sit there and you're like wait this was that easy like I I needed to focus on myself so that other people could to my right mm-hmm. yeah it is it is crazy like people think like it's it's not gonna work out but once you do start showing up as you are as you want to like it's it's amazing how easy it works like you said like oh wow this wasn't as hard as I thought it was gonna be you know what I mean so I definitely agree with that I love that this is kind of turned into like showing up as you are in a relationship that's kind of cool I like it <laughs> yeah I mean like you have to show up as you are when you're with the, with yourself in the relationship with yourself. Like when you look at yourself in the mirror, you can't just look at what you want to look at. And I know that's hard yeah. because there's so many things that I do not want to look at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't. 
next, right? Right. But I have to start, and that's something that I've started to do recently. Like whenever I look at myself in the mirror, like I'm like, no, look at yourself. Mm-hmm. Because this is who you are. And I can't sit here and preach like, oh, yeah, I ac- accept myself. I love myself. If I don't actually fully know right. who I am, even physically. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's hard. And there are more days than, like, days where I'm like, oh, yeah, I like myself. Like, no, there are more days where I'm like, you're disgusting. <laughs> I don't like you. Right, for sure. But, right, but it's like, but at least. I'm looking at myself completely and yeah. not just picking and choosing what I look at. For sure. Definitely. It's owning and like honoring who you are as like your whole person, as your whole self, how you show up in everything. And I think that's amazing. And just like, like you said, looking in the mirror, I love doing that type of stuff, like mirror work, looking in the mirror and just being like, I love you. You know, because it's it's your body. You're not going to, you can't get out of it, right? So it's either you, like, just start accepting it or you are miserable, you know? It's just kind of deciding what you want to choose. So, yeah, I love that. And this morning, too, I kind of was doing the same thing after I meditated and did some breath work. I sat there and I, like, gave myself a hug. I was like... So I feel like that's <laughs> fun too, you know what I mean? Because I don't think we're not nice to ourselves that often. So it's fun to like, you know, just have fun with it, you know, laugh, giggle, like whatever, like just love yourself, you know. I know it's cheesy. That's probably sounds weird, but you know, it it works. Yeah, I agree. I mean, like sometimes, like even looking at the inse- like the physical insecurities that I have, and like laughing. And it's yeah. not that I'm making fun of them at all. It's just being like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, I have, what else am I going to do? Like, am I, am I going to just sit here and like, like, you know, wish of, like upon a star that this changes? <laughs> I mean, if it were that, like, if there was a genie that would show up and that would like do what I wanted him to do with my body, then that would be different. But like, right. I that doesn't exist. So I either going to laugh about it, embrace it and learn how to like it or am I gonna sit here and like be like well you're never gonna be this or you're never gonna look this yeah. way so mm-hmm. for sure you're not worth it yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like we take it so serious you know that voice in our head is like pretty serious and mean so rather than doing that it's you know it's not laughing at yourself like ha ha it's just like having fun like that's the thing that I try to remember and remind myself like just have fun dude like it's okay like you don't have to be so serious all the time like laugh have fun like you're living a life that you want to like enjoy it like you don't need to be doing anything else you know what I mean just like remembering that so I love that that was cool that was a good little chat right there (laughs) yeah Um, I love that um well the next question that I had which I feel like we're kind of touching on it now yeah but it's like you know, a lot of people ask, like, well, how are you confident? Or how, how can I find my confidence? And I think it's important that people realize that when you show up as you are or you're starting to go through the journey of loving yourself and finding who you are and investing in yourself, mm-hmm. confidence just kind of comes in naturally. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's also, like, just find what makes you feel confident. Because obviously, you know, we would love to wake up the next day and be like, wow, I'm so confident today. But you could actually say that, you know, just waking up and be like, I'm confident today. That helps. But, you know, obviously it's a lot easier said than done. So I think for me, and now that I'm observing this, um, what helped me kind of gain my confidence is finding what makes me confident. So I know for me, it's working out. So when I feel really good in my body, you know, in the way that I want it to look, I feel really confident, you know, and I feel healthy and you know what I mean? Like that helps me. And then another time is like my tattoos, like they make me feel confident because it's what I've always wanted. So it's like, you know, that's makes me feel confident because it's, you know, me, it's my skin. It's how I've always imagined it to look. So like just having my tattoos, that's what makes me confident too. And like dressing up, you know, getting myself ready 
throughout the day like that helps me feel confident so I feel like it's even if you're starting on this journey of trying to feel confident just do small little things that you can to help boost that confidence and then you'll start feeling wow this feels really fucking good and then you're just always and you're just always doing it like constantly you know what I mean like it just kind of picks up from itself but if anybody is kind of starting on that journey just pick one thing that really makes you feel good and confident and then just kind of grow it from there you know yeah I agree I mean even like you said like something like tattoos it sounds so I don't know like right (laughs) why like this makes you feel confident but it, it does. does. It does. <laughs> and people, and like, if you're listening to this, you don't have to get a tattoo. And I'm not like advocating go do it. But like, yes, for some reason, and I'd love to hear why you think, but it makes me feel so good. Like, I love my tattoos. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think for me, I mean, I'm not as tatted as I want to be. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not yet. Hey. <laughs> but, um, I mean, the first tattoo that I ever got, like, it was something that I had thought about for a very long time. Mm-hmm. It means a lot to me. And I was like, okay. I mean, and that's not saying that if you have tattoos that don't mean anything to you. You just right. love them. It's, it doesn't mean that it doesn't give you the same feeling. But that's just the way that I got introduced to tattoos. So I got that tattoo. Which, by the way, took me forever to convince my parents to get a tattoo. <laughs> because they're Mexican. And they're like, you getting a tattoo? Like, that is absolutely unacceptable. Like, <laughs> you're not gonna be pretty anymore you're not gonna be feminine anymore mm, you're not yeah. um, you know like culturally like it's looked like it's, you're gonna be related to like i don't know like a gang or yeah. like it's it's a lot of like cultural and like right. stereotypical things about tattoos for sure and so it was a lot like a convincing them but also showing them that although those things about tattoos could be true mm-hmm. they're not the whole truth yeah and you wear your tattoos as a person that you are you know what i mean so you know when after like telling my mom for like three months like i want this i want this i want this and explaining to her why i wanted it because it wasn't just like oh i want it because i'm bored and i, I want to get one like, yeah at the time like it was something that really i don't know like it was it meant a lot i mean it mm-hmm. still means a lot but right. so she she was finally like okay fine get it fine do it <laughs> so i did it <laughs> She went with me, and, like, it was a whole Dang, thing. Dang, okay. So my parents were just there, like, wow, like, I can't, I can't believe this is happening. Because, like, I'm the first one in the family to have a tattoo, so it's kind of like this whole, like, oh, wow, yeah. you're, you're breaking barriers. Right, <laughs> for sure. And, um, you know, seeing, how like, the reaction of other people, I guess my dad also thought that, like, I, I don't know, like, I was not going to be feminine or pretty anymore. Yeah. And I was, like, and just seeing when we walk on the street and people stop me and they're like, oh, I really like your tattoo and stuff. I think it made them realize, like, wait, this is a piece of art. Yeah. This is something that you just, you know, it's just a different way of expressing who you are, Mm -hmm. what you believe in, your likes, your dislikes, what you find important. Because at the end of the day, like, this is permanent. Like, sure, you can go and take it, like, you know, get it later off. But if you're putting it on your skin, it's because it means something to you. Even if it's just out of beauty, like, right. even if you're like, oh, I find it's really beautiful, like, that in itself means something. Yeah. So, you know, to the point that now, like, I actually have a matching tattoo of my mom. Oh, cool. That's cool. <laughs> so if you got one, it's like, and now she got to experience that as well, being like, yeah, you're right. This wasn't as serious as I thought it was going to yeah. be. Yeah. Nobody looked at me any different. Yeah. And just because you have them doesn't mean your mood or your personality automatically changes into, like, this bad person or whatever they think that tattoo people have, right? It's, like, I couldn't I couldn't even tell you how many times I've gotten looks from, like, old granny ladies that, like, they'll be, like, or, like, look at me, like, weird because I'm, like, over here with a full sleeve rocking it because I don't care and I love it. But they'll, like, sometimes look at me and I'm just, like you know, whatever, I don't really care, but it's so interesting, and, like, same with you, like, my, I didn't get permission from my parents, so good on you for asking them, but when I was, I started getting mine when I was a freshman, and so, like, in college, so I didn't really have to ask, and I probably should have, but my parents, I know at least my dad, because he's from a small town, like, same with you, I was the first one to get tattoos in the family, especially this many, um, 
and they didn't they weren't really that excited my grandma still says shit like whenever she sees me but my dad like was so pissed like when he found out that I had a half sleeve at that time so it yeah but now they've kind of they've heard I love it when people compliment me in front of them because I'm like oh thank you you can appreciate the art and the beauty behind this my parents really can but you know whatever yeah and like you said like when you wear something like art in your body even when you wear like certain outfits yeah the reason why you feel confident or the reason why you feel kind of like yeah I feel good in myself it's because it is beautiful. Like, yeah. And even with clothes, like, you you set up an outfit and you're like, whoa, this is cool. Like, yeah, like, I like this. And so your mood starts to change. Yeah. And I feel like for me, like, the tattoo, especially, well, I got it in my arm, which is this one. Oh, cool. Okay. And, well, I have hair in my arms, which was always, like, a very big insecurity. Same. I actually- People used to make fun of me, too, so... Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so like, I used to like not even take off my sweater at school because mm. I was just like, I felt exposed. I was yeah. like, this is disgusting. I'm gonna die. So, <laughs> <laughs> but when I got it, it made me realize that a people don't really even see my hair. Like they don't even really care. Right. right? And if they do, and they comment something about it, that's more about them than it says about me. Yep. And then b <laughs> b like it made me want to show off my arm. Yeah. Like, it made me be like, yeah, this is my arm. Mm-hmm. Look at it, you know? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so it made me confident in that of being like, yeah, like, this is this is my skin. This is my body. Does it have hair? Yes. Does, do I hate it sometimes? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it is what it is. For sure. And I think that's even a good thing to even, like, talk, like, say. It's like... Even just, like, learning acceptance with, like, even if it's so simple as hair on your arm. Just learning, like, this is me. Like, this is who I am. That's fine. You know what I mean? And, like, if you are trying to get on that journey, it's just accepting small things from your body here and there, you know, one at a time. And then just working up forward. You know what I mean? Like, the momentum will pick up. But I think that's a cool thing to say. It's like, even if it's just the arm hair first, you know, accepting that. And then you're like kind of building onto that. You know what I mean? Cause shit will keep popping up and you'll still have to be like, okay, I need to accept this. And then it, something else will pop up and you have to like keep accepting things. But you know, I think it's a cool way to think about it. Yeah. I mean, like you said, you have to start somewhere. Yeah. Like, you're not going to start by just like, I love my whole self. Like, right. No. <laughs> yeah. And if you can, that's great. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you do that, great, like... For real. <laughs> but, Definitely. I mean, if you don't, like, that's fine. Like, start with something as small as that. Like, yeah. I know a lot of people, like, I don't have, like, a mole or something. And they're like, I don't really like this. But it's like, just maybe starting with that. Yeah, and it's just, like, changing that narrative instead of being like, oh, I don't like this. Like, actually, I like this. You know what I mean? I don't mind this. This is who I am. You know what I mean? It's like, just changing that thought of it you know what I mean because it's really not as bad as we make it out to be really so yeah yeah and again like society does play a role with it like definitely like I feel insecure about it because I grew up with this idea of like a woman should be like hairless yeah and like should have like this specific body and should have like this eye color and should have all like all of this crap yeah (laughs) and then just like again like I went through a time period in my life where I actually hated being Mexican. Like, I hated it. Mm. So I was like, it, it goes ev- against everything that is societally called beautiful. Right. Like, I didn't have blue eyes. I didn't have blonde hair. I had hair in my arms, of dark. Like, even, like, English. Like, speaking English, that was my second language. Yeah. And I had a very thick accent when I first started, like, speaking it. And so hearing people being like, well, that's not how you say it, or no like whatever I don't wow. understand you like stuff like that like definitely made me feel like well being Mexican is a bad thing yeah. because it's not allowing me to be accepted or to be called beautiful or whatever right mm-hmm. so I got to a point where I would refuse to talk Spanish because I was just like no like I'm I'm gonna take get rid of this accent whatever like it wasn't until I got into high school and people start to be like, oh, are you, like, mixed? Are you, like, half white, half Mexican, whatever? 
and it offended me because I was like, wait, no, <laughs> I'm messy. Right. I was born there. <laughs> I came here. There was a lot of pain going through that. <laughs> what yeah. Do you mean? And there's nothing wrong with being mixed, but like, it made me realize that wait, like now people were seeing me how I wanted them to see me. Right. Which was like a white person, and it hurt me. And now I had to come like confirm myself and be like, well, why does that hurt you? That's what you wanted to be. What's what's up with that? Yeah. <laughs> so then realizing that deeply, I did like my culture and I did want to be that, but I just felt like it was wrong because it wasn't going to get me anywhere. Mm. And yeah. so then starting to see how even in society, like this embracing of your culture, this being like, well, no, like you are what makes this whole United States even like Definitely. we are a melting pot. Right. Like, you know, loving those intersectionalities. And so it made me realize like, I can't, sit here and like love my culture if I don't love myself because physically I am yeah. a representation of my culture right that's so true so like yeah it was hard looking at myself in the mirror and being like having dark hair is good it's yeah. beautiful yes <laughs> we love it mm-hmm. even having the eyebrows that I have like now so like in society and as, as a beauty standard it's like oh yeah that's yeah. definitely the eyebrows that everyone loves and everyone wants to have right but growing up that was not it like mm-hmm. it was like you're so hairy <laughs> right and so even realizing that maybe sometimes physically you have things that societally are not accepted right mm-hmm. now but they will be at some point and exactly. what did that tell us that tell us that all along it was beautiful yeah just because a majority of people didn't see it that way doesn't mean that it's not that's so true that's yeah (laughs) yeah so i mean yeah yeah, like when i realized that i was like wait a second yeah like why are we so wrapped up on what everyone else is saying and doing or what they say is supposed to be beautiful or whatever like why does that matter right it doesn't. It doesn't. And sure, it, it does affect a lot. Right. Like, self-esteem-wise, and also, like, if we're going to, like, get deeper into, like, you know, like, sometimes it, it can prevent people from getting to our jobs, like, just based on the hair type right. that they have and certain stuff. Like, yeah, we can sit here and be like, that's not fair. Let's fight against that. But accepting that first and yeah. being like, I'm not the one that's wrong here. Mm-hmm. Like it's not me it's no. you yeah <laughs> right so it's like accepting that first is gonna give you that confidence of being like yeah i may not always love myself but i'm content with myself for sure i think who i am yeah and that's true strength i feel like right there like if you can just like own who you are even if people are saying you shouldn't be this way or you know you're not supposed to be or whatever society makes you feel like if you can still accept who you are and own it like that's true strength like no matter what people are saying you know what I mean like I just hope we can like at least change somebody's perspective and allow them to be like oh wow people are different if they're different for me that's beautiful it's not weird it's not whatever you know what I mean it should be this thing where everyone should just accept everybody that's what I want like you know I want everyone to see people for just who they are you know what I mean and understand and want to learn about these you know everybody you know what I mean so yeah yeah and I mean like you said like it 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 translates in so many things in your life not only like with yourself but with other people like I remember I cut my hair really short like a pixie cut and I was so afraid of doing it because I was like again like it's dumb it's so dumb but it's like culturally yeah like Mexican women have really long hair and that's like their beauty like if you have long hair it's like wow yes this is beautiful when I told my parents I was cutting my hair they were like what is wrong with you you know yeah (laughs) like that is gonna be bad like guys are not gonna look at you or like they're gonna think you're like a certain thing or whatever, and it's like let them. Yeah. I want them to. Right. You know what? Go ahead and think that of mm-hmm. me because you don't know who I am. You haven't taken the time to get to know me. Yeah. And if you are thinking that way, like I said, that tells me more about you than it 
says more about me. So if that's how you think, great. Thank you so much for your opinion that I did not ask. <laughs> exactly. And they need to work on themselves if they're, you know, saying shit about you. You know what I mean? Like, that's just them projecting. You know what I mean? I always feel like if somebody's saying something about you, they need to turn it back on themselves. It's like, it's probably stemming from something inside. Like, you're being who you are and what you want to be, but instead people want to bash you for that. But really, that's probably because they aren't who they want to be, and so they want to shame somebody else for doing it, which is... That's a whole another conversation we can have some other time. But, you know, it blows my mind that that's a thing. Yeah, and I mean, I always tell my mom, like, we always say that we want to be honest or that we want honesty. Like, we're like, oh, I wish people were more honest with me. Or I like, yeah, like, why do people lie or whatever? And it's like, do you want honesty or do you want to hear what you want to hear? Yeah, that's so true. It's probably people can't. They don't want to hear. They want to, but they want the sugar-coated, don't hurt my feelings, don't make me feel, you know, this type of way, you know, type answer. But not here. That's not what you get here. This is honest conversations. <laughs> For yeah. real. I love that. I love that, like, the little, not tangents, but, like, you going off like that. Like, it's so cool to hear, you know, what you have to say. And it's, I'm so pumped that you're going to be a part of this. Like, this is going to be so awesome and i think we can kind of wrap it up there i know i'm sure you have a few other questions but i don't know what you think about if you have any other ones or i think that was pretty good for the first episode if you think so yeah i mean Completely fine with capping it up here. Yeah. So I guess we can just wrap it up. Like, yeah, this, I mean, it kind of went all over the board, but it's really like the whole topic. I think we touched on it, like showing up who you are, finding those little things that make you feel confident and help you start on that journey. Um, and remembering, like, you don't need anybody else's opinion. You know, whatever anyone else says, it doesn't matter. It shouldn't matter. Um, and then also relationships, showing up how you want to in a relationship, not losing yourself, staying true to who you are, you know what I mean? Getting out of relationships that aren't allowing you to grow and everything like that. Is there anything else that I missed that we touched on during this? No, I think that's, that's yeah, that's a good summary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so all in all, I guess we could just say it's like, you know, just to keep being who you are and like that it will things will come to you you know what I mean when you start showing up and doing the things that you want to for yourself and remember the relationship with yourself is the most important and never forget that ever right yes yes for sure I feel like that's like the whole thing like of this whole thing like you come first put your mask on first then put the kids <laughs> mask on that's what we need to remember of this whole thing your mask goes first and then the other person so just remember that take that into life and go forward but yeah that was amazing thank you so much um we're gonna keep continuing that i think this was great and i love hearing both of our perspectives i think we go off each other really great so next week we're gonna do another one the topic is to be determined we'll figure that out but you know doing this weekly i think it'll be great to just keep going with these honest conversations so thank you so much and stay tuned for the next week <laughs> i guess if you have anything else you want to say, Sharon, yeah, go for it. Uh, no, just thank you so much for having me. I hope that this can continue and definitely keep listening. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we're excited for where this is going to go. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you so much. Have a good day.